This episode of the Midwest Game Nerds Podcast is brought to you by the Midwest Film Nerds Podcast. If you're in the market for funny banter and great discussion revolving around the latest theatrical releases, check out the Midwest Film Nerds Podcast on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, or right at MidwestFilmNerds.com. Welcome to the Midwest Game Nerds Podcast. I'm your host, John, and here with me today is Brian. Hey. And Alex. Hello. While you're listening along, don't forget to do all your Amazon shopping via Amazon.MidwestPodcastNetwork.com. A small portion of the money you spend makes its way into our hands at the network and will help us continue to bring you content that you enjoy. As always, if you like what you hear, even if you don't, please do send us feedback via email at MidwestGameNerds at gmail.com or via Twitter at MGN Podcast or even on our Facebook page. You can do that by posting comments and stuff on our wall. Do they even call it a wall anymore? I no, I think it's just page. It's just your timeline or something. Well, it's, I think for for it's us, your life. It's a page. Yeah, the, the podcast has a page. Right on. If and when you do actually send us feedback from now until the end of the year, you will be entered to win some cash money to any gaming platform you choose. So send in that feedback. Feedback can be anything from video games we've already covered, games you want us to cover. Uh, what you like about the show, what you don't, anything really. Just communicate with us. Let us know that you're listening and fill us in on what sort of content you want us to bring to your ears because uh, we want to do what you guys like. So do that, please. Thank you to Au for our theme song called Materia Mosh. Check out more of his tunes at soundcloud.com slash A-H-H-O-O-H. Alex, before we jump into our news discussions today, what uh, what do you, you had something you want to mention. Yeah, so Greg Stewart of the Player One podcast, which is a great podcast if people out there haven't listened to it before, he does a yearly Extra Life stream where I think he streams for a certain amount of time. If you search Greg Seward Extra Life, you can find his page and it'll tell you when his stream happens. But uh, we are donating a Retron 5 for people to win. if they. Uh, he's raffling off prizes and that will be one of the prizes. Retron 5, for those who don't know, plays NES, Super Nintendo, Sega Genesis, um, Game Boy, Game Boy Color, Game Boy Advance games. That's six. Well, yeah. Why isn't it called the Retron 6? I don't know. It might also play Famicom. That's 7. I think Retron the, 7? I think the Game Boys only count as one thing. Oh, uh, okay. That would make cost. sense. It's like $150. Why don't so, I have one of those? I don't know. Because Alex is giving yours away. <laughs> hey, I want my Retron 7 back. <laughs> so we're, we're giving that away. Uh, I think uh, every $5 you donate to his uh, campaign gets you an entry into the raffle to win prizes. And uh, go and watch his stream. He actually has a thing where if you donate a certain amount of money, you can pick a game that he's going to play. He's got a list where he's going to... Moonwalker's on there. So please, somebody go donate. Make so him play Moonwalker. Michael Jackson Moonwalker. It's Alex's favorite game of all time. Absolutely. As much as he... <laughs> it's it's like the equivalent to the past in his movie. Uh, pretty much. Uh, set up. Pretty much. They were both very formative Is in my childhood. Is there a Purple Rain game? Uh, no. There better be. <laughs> there, there should be, but there's not. I was going to say, that would probably be your favorite. Yeah, I want, I want Rock that. Band Purple Rain, actually. That would but, be amazing. Um, oh. But yeah, go check it out. Extra Life, uh, Greg Seward, at Seward on Twitter. Uh, it'll be a pretty awesome stream, and hopefully uh, people will donate and try to win our Retron. And you had another thing people can donate to as well that's pretty rad. Yes, yeah, so there's a GoFundMe for something called the Reikening, which is kind of hard to spell. But Dan Reichert of Giant Bomb oh, has been... Oh, not the Reichering? No. Oh, okay. Uh, not, not Commander Reichert. But uh. the uh, Dan Reichert of Giant Bomb has been making Mario Maker levels that Patrick Klepek, formerly of Giant Bomb, has been playing on his Twitch show in the mornings. 
and uh, he has made one final level where if uh, Dan ch- actually best Patrick, Patrick has to donate $100 to Dan's uh, charity of choice. And if uh, Patrick bests Dan, then Dan has to donate $100 to Patrick's charity of choice. However, they've started a GoFundMe that uh, people can donate to. So far, they have $3,300-ish to go towards the winner's charity. So go check that out. The Reikening, I think, is spelled R-Y-C-K-E-N-I-N-G. Might be something like that. So search for it. Look for Patrick Klepek, Mario Maker. That should be fine. So basically, if you don't have money you want to spend at you know Midwest Podcast Network, Amazon, then go donate your money to these great causes. Yeah, because there's people doing great things with money. And, uh, and if you don't want to throw away money on us, you can throw it away elsewhere yeah. for a good cause. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're basically in between some game releases right now. Uh, big names like Halo 5 and Fallout 4 are coming up pretty soon. So today we're just going to go over some news items that I found online that I wanted to talk about. But before we do that, um, I'm going to completely skip over what we've been playing because I know exactly what all of us have been playing. We've been playing Battlefront because the beta opened up this weekend. And that's pretty much all we played that was new, if I'm not mistaken. I played three songs in Rock Band 4. Okay, so yeah. three songs in Rock Band 4. We should do like a Twitch stream of that, of mm-hmm. us playing Rock Band 4. Yeah. Get Brian we on vocals. a Twitch stream, like, period. I mean, we haven't done anything. I yet. agree. We should actually do that. But anyways, so the Star Wars Battlefront beta opened this weekend. We all got a chance to check it out. What do you guys think about it so far? I really, really enjoyed the Walker Assault level but did, did you play the drop zone one as well yeah just because it told me i should play that first but uh, but you didn't like it as much yeah i i finished one match and i was like eh, this is lame did anybody do the solo stuff i did a little bit no. of it it was pretty funny because i i saw a video online of somebody saying that the game is just like the movies and he <laughs> stood in one place and the stormtroopers were missing him on every <laughs> yeah. single shot which was pretty funny yeah um somebody in I, the, somebody in the comments was like Hopefully, it doesn't seem like it's quite there. It's a good thing this is a beta because he actually made a few of those shots. Right. <laughs> um, I I think graphically, it's probably the best looking game I've ever seen in my entire life. It looks incredible. The it's lighting, pretty damn good looking, especially for a beta because sometimes yeah, the betas they, don't yeah, have as good a texture. They'll strip yeah. down the textures and everything. And it, I just, it's, I mean, it's amazing. Just the the level of detail and and uh, you know the lighting effects and everything are just the, out of this uh, world, literally. Yeah, the, the drop zone level, the rocks were really pretty for sure. Mm-hmm. But I just felt like that just didn't feel very Star Wars to me. But then you, if you play Walker Sol, it's it's like being it in a very fucking Star movie. Wars. I don't think we've been on Sullust in the movies at all, have we? Do you no, guys know? I don't think it's so. It's just been talked yeah. of. That's like where they build the, I think, like they, the walkers and the um, Star Destroyers and stuff, okay. I believe. So, yeah, I guess... The hot and then aren't the isn't some of the solo stuff in Tatooine? I don't remember. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I'm no, wait, yeah, the solo stuff they do the opening like the waves. Yeah, the opening one is is Tatooine. Okay, the uh, that was cool. Like I running around there and the the environment's pretty destructible too. So like I was hiding behind this like tent and like they were shooting through the tent and stuff, which was pretty mm-hmm. rad. They're shooting at rocks and the rocks are like dissolving away over time because they it has environmental effect, which is really cool. Um, I, the sound effects are straight out of the movie. I mean, it sounds just like blasters. I really something I really liked was the amount of um voice acting, like all the different voice actors. Like you can hear people yelling at each other and stuff. Like not people like us players in game yelling at each other, but like just the amount of um you know the other 
sound effects and voice acting they threw into the game to make it feel like you're in a war zone, I think is really yeah. cool. But I will say this. I think the guns are very one dimensional. They're very boring. They're plain. I don't, they, it literally you could just sit there and hold down the gun. The yeah, fact I mean, that there's no like reload is cool, I guess. You don't have to worry well, about reloading. Overheat though, which is yeah, but annoying, but it makes sense. Don't let your gun overheat, shoot in bursts like a pro. <laughs> but you just said you could just hold the button down. You could. You can. But I don't. <laughs> I shoot in bursts. What I'm saying is the uh, the guns just seem very flat. Like they all kind of uh, they felt very similar. There's not a lot of carry. Like there's there's no Star Wars shotgun. There's right. No, like, and and that's yet. I mean that's cool. I get that they're they're blasters, you know. They're not going to have like kickback like a rifle would have or they're not going to have, you know, the the well, the sound and the impact of like a normal handgun or anything like that. I I understand that. They just yeah. I don't know, they just felt very plain to they me. They had some really good guns in like Dark Forces and Jedi Knight and shit. That's yeah. true. That's true. So I mean it, it, yeah, but maybe uh, well, I mean, trying it, to again, it could just it could just be because it's a beta. You know what I mean? Like we're just not getting everything yeah. quite yeah. yet. I mean, we only got to. Good, um, I think they only let you get up to rank five. Yeah. So I mean, there's probably plenty more unlocks after that. Yeah, I played up to rank three. So. And yeah, I, that's about fun. how far I played. You know, I like the uh, the idea of having the different cards as like you know. Yeah. You That's can uh, cool. have different abilities and, and, you know, thermal detonator here, like with your focus blaster, like beam, blah, blah, blah. It was cool. I, I enjoyed it. I think this is a good beta. And I think they, they've, they're definitely in, in the right path of what, what they want to produce in terms of a Star Wars game. Uh, Nick, Nick texted me with some of his thoughts. What did Nick think? Nick said, it's really damn hard to do anything constructive. Same old battlefield problems in regards to teammates and spawning. I know there's a lot to experience yet, but, I'm, but so far I'm not into it. It felt like COD. It does run pretty smoothly, so I die, at a con- I die constantly at a smooth frame rate, is what he said. Interesting. I think it's kind of, I mean, to me, it kind of feeds into the fact that you're playing a war, like you're this nameless stormtrooper, that every time you die, you're a different stormtrooper that's in this war, kind of. That kind but of, ma- that, yeah, that's cool. I, I, I understand that that, like it, playing the, I think the two modes that they have, because they're not like strictly deathmatch, it doesn't really feel like you're necessarily doing anything that productive. Right. But it just seems kind of um, aimless. Yeah, I don't know if he's done. I don't know if he did Walker Assault or not. I did not get a chance. Yeah, to do I mean, I think I think Dice knows what they're doing at this point in respect to the games they want to make, and I think this was probably just a way to appease fans and to build hype for the movie. Yeah, you know, and they're just trying to get people into it because they like I'm, the game's probably already done, and they're just sitting on it at this well, point. Like. With dice, I don't know. The game will be done a couple of weeks after it comes out. Yeah, when they patch. <laughs> no, the day they, they patch if it's it. Like uh, <laughs> Battlefield Four. 4. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. I, I I'm interested to see the full game. I think it'll be fun. We've like I said, we've got a lot of great games coming up that we get to yeah. look forward to at this point. So the, you really need to try the Walker Assault. I think the beta goes yeah. through tomorrow. Okay. Yeah, it ends tomorrow the twelfth. Yeah, I would. I really, I really do want to check it out. Well, I Walker- I was gonna try it. I wanted to hop into your and Zach's game the other yeah, night, it was but full. it wouldn't let me because it was full. Yeah, and uh, and then I went to go and just hop in it on my own, and I was like, "Oh, you should really level up before you do this." But I probably should have just it. Doesn't make it. any difference. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. The Walker Assault, though, I mean, that is objective based. You do feel like you're accomplishing something, yeah. and you do feel like you're in a very large scale conflict, even though there's only twenty on twenty. 
Yeah. Still more than I, playing most I, games. I don't I don't know which mode he played. He might have played Walker Salt. Maybe he just felt like there wasn't. I mean, it, much I agree. On. It's hard to get people to focus when you like when you're playing with strangers and stuff. But even with just like even me just playing with Zach, like we could coordinate enough to actually sway the entire battle a bit. Plus, he's awesome at well, yeah. everything game wise. So. <laughs> That probably helped. <laughs> yeah. Like we were playing the rebels and we would win. And all I read online was that the empire always wins. I was yeah. Like, really? Basically <laughs> any game you play with Zach, your character gets the Zach buff. Yeah. Pretty <laughs> we much. We figured that out in Destiny. Zach, Zach is always Luke pretty much. No. Yeah, he yeah, gets better loot. Did, did either of you, did either of you get to play as a hero character? Or no? Um, no, I did not. Okay. I did not. No, I saw Zach running around a couple times, but yeah, yeah. some of, some of the animations have looked kind of derpy from what I've seen online. Yeah. <laughs> I like a video of uh, Vader and Luke fighting yeah. and then the dude runs in and teabags him. Yeah. <laughs> and then Vader chokes him. Yeah. The animation for like the actual soldiers and stuff are amazing. Like the stormtroopers and, but uh, yeah, like the animation for Darth Vader it's and Luke just looks a just really kind of weird, and they look like they're. It's like if you went to a wax museum or something, and you saw the right like, Darth Vader look alike. But it's almost like it's that kinda, one. Like they're too shiny. The fight in Atta- uh, uh, Attack of the Clones when, or no, excuse me, Revenge of the Sith, where it's just. Like that one moment in the fight where it's just Anakin and Obi-Wan just like flailing around each other, which is cool and really super well choreographed. It's yeah. like that, but a really poor version of it where it right. doesn't look like they're hitting each other, but they actually are. <laughs> it's really weird, but I don't know. Yeah, so. I wanted to play more, but I basically stopped just because I don't want to get burnt out on that one level. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I feel like every level is going to kind of feel different because the objectives are obviously going to have to be a bit different depending on what battle is taking place. I'll be very interested. I wonder if they're going to support it similarly to a battlefield game where they kind of have like four pretty big DLC packs that bring different types of gameplay and different maps and things. Yeah. Like I wonder if that's going to happen with this or not. I think they probably should if they want the free money on the table, but Mm -hmm. It'll be interesting to see how they kind of develop it. Because it would kind of be a bummer if, like, Walker Salt's the only thing you can do on Hoth. Like, I'm pretty maybe sure. Maybe we should do something else on Hoth, too. Tauntaun races. Yeah. <laughs> they should have Tauntaun. That'd be amazing. Tauntaun races. Yeah, I got to say. With a day night cycle, so you have to kill yeah. your Tauntaun and crawl inside <laughs> of it. <laughs> <to survive. Yeah. laughs> the, the Hoth simulator. <laughs> they should totally make a, a Hoth survival game. <laughs> That'd be great. Uh, Far Cry, Star Wars. <laughs> there you oh, go. man. Anyways, so we're excited for Battlefront. We want to play more. If you didn't get a chance to check out the beta, shame on you. Um, <laughs> news item numero uno. <laughs> it's a little extreme. <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a shit. <laughs> this one's for Willie. Willie, if you're listening, and I know you are because you love me. Until Dawn's sales have exceeded the developer's expectations, executive producer Pete Samuel said that there have been retailers that actually ran out of stock, which I didn't realize this game had that much of a uh, following, but that's pretty rad. Well, I don't think it did. I think just the really super positive word of mouth, like, yeah. really, it blew everybody's expectations. Yeah, so. I, no, that's I cool. really want to try it. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah. so. I mean, when he was questioned about uh, doing a sequel, Samuels did, didn't confirm or deny one, but he did say that their team's <laughs> looking into the possibility of making one. So that's pretty cool that yeah. there's going to be a sequel. So, I mean, we're pretty much going to have to play it and review Until it. Until dusk. 
It could be, man. There you go. Or until dawn again. <laughs> <laughs> from dusk until dawn. Uh, uh. from f- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> until tomorrow. There you go. Again. Anyway, so we, yeah, we'll we'll have to cover until dawn. Yeah, at some point. Uh, we're gonna. Willie really loves it. We'll have to get him on here to talk about it. He, he'll totally come on if we if we sit down and play. If I can peel. How you many guys times away has he played Destiny? it through? He has at least beaten it twice. Okay, and he said and it's about ten hours long. Or he so? said you can get through it in about ten hours. Okay, so I was pretty much just gonna go buy a copy and then lend you guys his, and then hopefully we'd be able to get it played. Yeah. Yeah. Even if you guys just sat in the same room and traded back and forth, yeah, or something like that, that. but right uh, yeah, we'll have to do that. Yeah. Uh, news item number two: Star Ocean Second Story. Ha! <laughs> second Story number two <laughs> is uh, getting ported to PS4 and Vita. It will be titled Star Ocean Second Evolution, and it will not be a remake, but it will be a port with changes to the aspect ratio and the overworld graphics. I was a huge fan of Second Story back in the day. This is the PlayStation one, right? Yes, it yeah. was on PS1. It was one of my favorite JRPGs. And the thing is, those JRPGs were just as expansive as other open-world games like Skyrim. There was so much to do in that game. You could be a cook. You could be an artist. Like There were mm-hmm. all kinds of like different things mm-hmm. you could be as characters. So that was probably like my first... Driver. You couldn't be a truck driver, <laughs> like Truck Driver Simulator. We were talking about that game earlier. Yeah, sorry. It seemed really random. but Uh, but Can't be a goat either. I'm really excited Uh, for this because I want to replay this game, and it'd be cool to play it on like a newer platform, I guess. But if it's just a port, like hopefully they're not changing any of the actual gameplay because it was pretty solid as is. Is it uh, it confirmed for US? Do you know? Uh, I read it on Appy Gamer, so I'm not 100% sure, but I hope so, because it's it's a great game. I think everybody kind of needs to play it if you're into JRPGs. I feel like that'd be, a really, not? That'd be a really if good... If you're not, I, I mean, you're not. You don't play JRPGs, Brian, but... Not really. That, I don't know. You may not like it, but I don't know. I dig those games. They, they've How got that new Tales game coming out. Uh, they're actually not emo at all. Oh, okay. No, uh, maybe. The one girl, Lena, had a pretty emo haircut, but... I don't know. I like those games. That used to be that used to be the only kind of game I played. Yeah. And then, then I expanded my universe. But so it's, it'll be cool to have this back because I never even got to finish that game because I lent it to somebody. I got like I was like a hundred some odd hours into it. It's like one of those like super long like you two or three disc games. Story. No, yeah, I didn't get to the second story. Jackass. <laughs> um, but I lent it to somebody and and I never saw it again. So that's kind of a bummer. Yeah. So I'm hoping I'll get connected. It is a bummer that now. you had such untrustworthy friends. I yeah. Uh, let's see. Let's talk about everybody's favorite game, Destiny. <laughs> Alex, you picked up the Taken King, didn't you? Uh, yeah. I was gonna if we were gonna do uh, uh, what we've been playing, that was gonna be. I can tell you what I've not been playing. You haven't played the Taken King, but, but I you did bought it. buy the Taken King. He bought it. He cheated I, the system and I, bought it for like I fifteen dollars. Cheat the system. I used it well and got it for fifteen dollars from Target. You are your father's son. Well, yeah, pretty well. I don't know. I think Andy's the one that has all that skill, but yeah, but it's all about Republicans cheating the system <laughs> for their for their own gain. <laughs> Anyways, right, let's not get into that. No. Yes, I did buy it. I will play it at some point. But uh, so before you do, just know that they're going to be nerfing the shotguns again. That's fine. I Which never used it. them. Yeah. Anyways, they're removing shot package from the skill tree of shotguns. Shot package, for those who aren't familiar, is the perk that reduces the spread of the shotgun blast into a more concentrated shot. So people are complaining that it's too powerful and it needs to be removed 
or nerfed or whatever. So they're just removing it completely until they can balance it better. Which are probably anger people as well. Yeah. Everybody's upset about it. Brian's pissed. He was mad this morning while he was making Cheddar Bay biscuits. No, <laughs> I wasn't mad. I mean, I yeah, I never used shotguns enough for that to matter to me. I don't play PvP, it so is, it doesn't really matter. It's the best perk for sure for Crucible, but I use newer shotguns now yeah. just because they're already in my inventory and I'm too lazy to get my matador out of the vault. Yeah. Um, but basically they're going to be replacing it in the meantime with close and or personal. That's a perk one, mm-hmm. not two, um, which I believe is the perk where if you kill something, you get a 25% boost to damage or something like that uh, for a short period of time Okay. after killing something. Uh, or knee pads is the other perk they'll be adding in, which is the slide. one that yep extends your slide, mm-hmm. which could be beneficial because if you're sliding in with shotgun drawn, if you're still in close proximity, I think you will still end up killing someone. Oh, yeah, for sure. I think this is mainly that to... Was, that was the main like shotgun yeah, th- buff. This, this is going to deter people from shooting shotguns at a distance, <laughs> which yeah. is ridiculous Just, uh, Unless you're hunting ducks or something. Yeah. yeah. Um, and alongside the shotgun nerf, which I believe is happening this Tuesday, the 13th, we'll be seeing the microtransaction, uh, fad is, well, we'll call it a fad microtransaction fad. Cause I'm hoping it goes away at some point. <laughs> that would be nice. They're going to be adding microtransactions to the tower with the next reset on Tuesday. Players are going to be able to spend real world money on silver quote unquote, which can then be used to purchase emotes and shaders courtesy of Tess Everest, who is returning to the tower with her Eververse trading company is the thing that they're calling mm-hmm. her new store. She's going to have like a whole storefront supposedly. Um, Bungie stated that the progress in the game will never depend on the need to buy any of these things. So what do you, I mean, how do you guys think this is going to affect the game, if at all? Do you think eventually down the line they're going to start making people require these microtransactions or no? I would hope not. I think they should, if they're smart, they will do the Valve thing and keep it as hats. Like, that's that's what this is. It's, you can buy hats. They're cosmetic. There's nothing special about them. Yeah. Don't hats actually have properties? No. I believe they do. Ones that you purchase? No. Oh, I don't okay. think so. The ones you find in game, though. Mm, potentially, yeah. And you might be able to sell those, but I don't know if you can. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I had never played Team Fortress on the PC. Yeah. Team it's Fortress so 2, rather, on so PC. Much better. With the hats. I only ever played it on 360 with Orange Box. It's just. If the if the if it's never tied to the game, good on them. You know, if if it's another way for them to make money and develop the game, yeah, the way they want to, that's totally cool. I don't I don't care. Yeah, if I mean, I, I if think you're the, dumb enough to buy an emote for however much it's gonna cost. Well, every everyone who currently plays is getting some free silver yeah. to purchase something. Yeah. So, and I think good on them for giving every that everybody that little bit of, that tiny little crack rock to get you hooked. You know, like because who knows, like they. Okay, if they actually will give me, like, if I could do the Macarena or something. If they added like, a moonwalk, I'd probably buy yeah, but the, moon, the moonwalk you can only use on the moon. That would be hilarious. There you go. <laughs> you know? So, I don't know. I There there could be some, like, if I could do, like, straight Bee Gees Disco Inferno dance, <laughs> like, I would be all about that. Um, I don't know. I, Bee I, Gees I just, Fire Team? <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. I don't know. It, it it could be interesting. It could fail miserably. But I, I, I think the main seeing what else it could buy. Like it, the main it, purpose of it is to just help fund their support team. Yeah, I think. the live team. Which so. the other thing that they mentioned, not that I you know I do a lot of regurgitating of other podcasts that I listen to on here, but they brought up a valid point on the Giant Bombcast where they're like, if this wasn't in the plan from day one, 
they severely ruined like why weren't they thinking about this from the beginning why weren't the microtransactions there at the start like if they need if they're funneling that money into the live team quote unquote like that shows a very big lack of foresight that it took them this long to get there in order to fund that team but i don't know i don't i don't have an mba i don't they could just be using that as an excuse. Design, I guess. Just to cover up Activision being like, hey, why don't you guys make us more money? Yeah. Because <laughs> Destiny was the top selling game in September. Yeah. Beating yeah, out even Phantom more Pain. Than, yeah. Well, yeah, no, I mean, I, you know that happens. A year later, this game is the top selling game a year later. Yeah. Pretty amazing in, in, in my eyes. Uh, speaking I of think the Phantom Pain is a far superior video game. But well, we can talk about the Phantom Pain because guess what they're doing? They're also they're adding micro more microtransactions. They're the doing Phantom it the bad way, too. They're, they're adding forward operating base insurance that you can purchase for a day or a week or a month. Two, or it's day, a week, or two weeks. Is I that how is it the, works? I think is the breakdown. It's still ridiculous. So we didn't, we didn't talk about the how FOB. How much is it? I, that I don't know. We I don't should, think that information has been released yet. It, should, it went live this oh, week. Oh, did it? Yeah. I don't. We should try and figure that out. But well, I don't think we talked about the FOB much. No, because none none of none us of had us unlocked it. Gojo yet was the only Gojo. one who had gotten there. But base, have you gotten it yet? No. no. Okay. So right around like level thirty ish or level twenty nine ish, uh, you get to the point where you can raid other people's FOBs or people can raid your FOB, and your FOB is just another mother base. You can build platforms at and it allows you to add people to your ranks and boost up your team levels so you can develop more and more stuff uh, at a faster rate. Um, the thing is, when you go and raid somebody's base or they raid your base, they can take your resources, they can take your people, they can destroy your FOB. They can do all those things. And so the idea of adding insurance makes it so that if they accomplish any of those objectives, if they take people away from you or whatever... They still get an identical copy of all the crap that they took from you, but you don't lose any of it if you have the insurance. See, I think this is straight bullshit. I think that's like a, a way to fix a poor design, basically. No, no. No, I mean, it's, it's, I mean, this is Konami. I mean, to be honest, I wouldn't be surprised if this was like the reason Kojima left Konami or is done with Probably. Konami. I guarantee I it is. Leave. It's such bullshit. <laughs> Why can't they just set it up so, like, you can either turn it on or turn it off that people can invade your shit yeah. or you can invade well, theirs. I mean, and you can. When you have it turned on that you can invade other people's stuff and they can invade yours, you get better perks or better rewards for doing those things as opposed to just not having that on. Well, like, I mean, that that's that's the truth. I mean, if you aren't connected online, you don't have the ability to raid other people's FOBs and they can't raid you, so you can't reap the advantages of going to get those resources and those people. The... The two, like the shitty things about it is that it, it can exists. affect your gameplay. I mean, you don't, you don't have to develop anything to beat the game. You can probably beat the game without developing a single thing in it. Right. But at the same time, if I'm just trying to play single player and continue to build up my base and, and develop these items, people can negatively affect my ability to do those things by raiding my base if I'm available online to do that. You can boot yourself offline. You can pull the. You can turn off your Wi-Fi every time you start up the game, and then turn it back on. You can make it so that you never interact with any of this stuff. They don't make it easy, but it's possible to do that. 
But it's a really like the problem is that I'm like, you know, I'm probably going to be done with the phantom pain in like two weeks. I could just go in there and buy the two week FOB insurance, make sure that I'm never negatively impacted. But at the same time, I just. I don't want to reward them for that. And, you know, I ha- I haven't been rated by an FOB. I don't know if Gojo's ever been rated with an FOB. Like, yeah. an FO- I don't know if he's done one. Like, that's the thing is that you probably go and do one and then you are offered the opportunity to rea- retaliate. So maybe it, maybe it's just not going to happen to me if I never go. Like, I don't know if my name is ever going to randomly show up on somebody's and I'll just be like, yeah, I guess I'll go with this guy. <laughs> maybe not. Maybe since I haven't raided anybody's FOB, it's not going to oh, happen. that guy's me. part of Midwest right. Game Nerds. I hate that guy. Yeah, I'm exactly. I'm going to raid his base. But uh, it's... It sucks. It's not. I mean, the, it's not pay to win, which is good, right? But it's kind it's of pay, pay to keep your stuff that you already lose. earned. Yeah, which is so ridiculous. It's, it's shady and stupid and and sad. Like I, you know, let's get ready for Metal Gear Pachinko because that's what's gonna happen. Metal next. Gear Pachinko. That's all Konami does. That's. <laughs> And we could talk about Konami real quick has refuted the statements that they are out of AAA games, but I don't know if anybody believes that the words that they put out aren't hollow. They're basically just like, yeah, we're working on more Metal Gear and blah, 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 but... Bullshit. Yeah. Bullshit, bullshit. If they are, I mean, it'll probably be like, I don't know, carbon copy. Here's us using the Fox engine that's already been built to use the same features in a different location. And some side story that isn't part of the canon that doesn't matter. I don't know. I don't know. It's a good game, so I'd probably play it anyway. But right. Anyway, FOB insurance is we're, terrible. We're still getting Metal Gear Online as part of buying Phantom Pain. Metal too, Gear right? Online is out as of this week. Oh, really? Came out on the 6th. Sadly, I haven't played it. Gojo hasn't tried it out yet, but he wanted me to let him know when I did, so... Because, I mean, I saw videos of people playing. I thought it was just press or like it was a... It was out and like there were people that could play it a couple <coughs> days early, but it's out as of the 6th. Oh, okay. So it seems pretty interesting. Like to get the team together. <laughs> the Giant Bomb byline was something like, it's a lot harder to Fulton people when they want to Fulton you back. <laughs> <laughs> so... Must um, give you an amazing view to be Fulton's though. I, I don't know. I don't know. It'll be fun to try out. I'll have to do that before the next episode. Yeah. Anyways, fuck microtransactions. Yeah, don't buy FOB insurance. It's bullshit. Just like most insurances are bullshit. Especially yeah. in Michigan. Yeah. Anyways, uh, PS4 saw a price drop from three ninety nine to four ninety nine this past Friday. The core package three ninety nine to three forty nine. Is that what I said? No, you said three ninety nine to four ninety nine. Oh, that's three ninety nine. Price drop. Though. I'm reading it. Yeah. <laughs> Three ninety nine to, to three forty nine <laughs> on Friday. The core package comes with the Uncharted collection, which is pretty rad. Oh. Um, it looks as though the other bundles will also be dropping about fifty bucks, like uh, Destiny, the Destiny one, uh, the Batman. Disney um, Infinity one, and then there was one other one I can't remember. Uh, no. The Battlefront one. Oh yeah, yeah, the one that comes with like Super Star Wars and a bunch of other yeah, something like that. What? Yeah, um, it comes with like six old Star Wars games, oh including man. like Jedi Starfighter. Are we going to be able to like get those without getting Bounty it? Hunter? Uh, you probably, probably be able to, to pay them. for them at some point. Uh, the Call of Duty Black Ops 3 bundle will be only be dropping $20, though, because that's the one terabyte bundle. 
Uh, not that the PS4 really needed a price drop to push any of its sales. As in, as of July, Sony had sold around 25 million units, which is pretty ridiculous. Yeah. Um, and, and Microsoft's being very mum about their numbers. Yeah, and that kind of leads into my next news item here that Xbox uh, lead uh, Phil Spencer had suggested that the console war is over and PS4 is in the lead, according to an article by Push Square. Spencer goes on to say that Microsoft isn't really trying to beat Sony, but rather they just want to gain as many customers as they can. That's 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 Nintendo level stuff right there. That's yeah. what Nintendo said. I I don't think Microsoft is exactly hurting though. No, I, mean, I don't like, think I don't, so either. They've got they've, a lot of other great things going on. But I think Xbox sold well enough for them. It's well, just, the I thing mean, is that the 360 was the best thing Microsoft had going that generation like that was the only part of microsoft that was like consistently making money i mean clearly us here at the podcast are fans of ps4 like we all have them it seems like we have more ps4 players than anything yeah i mean when it comes down to it it'll be it's interesting even right now to look back at how the generate like you get this mentality the ps2 generation sony won Sony won. The For Xbox, sure. you know, GameCube fell by the wayside. Xbox was not a close second, but it was formidable. But first place Sony is lazy. They don't care to keep people, you know, on their side. They right. continue to operate because they're on top. And that's how the 360 took over and won. But then first place Microsoft also did the same thing and tried to put out the Xbox One with the Force Connect and always online and DRM and that kind of thing. Yeah. And I I think part of the issue with Microsoft is um, like the fact that they didn't really push the Xbox one as a gaming system. They were calling it more of an entertainment center, which is like, I don't know. Like I, I don't really see it as an entertainment center. I don't have the TV stuff hooked up. Like I never used any of that. Like I didn't see the point. Like I had Netflix. Like what the fuck do I care about any of the other shit? Like, they they just wasn't pushed as hard as a game system, and I think that was kind of their initial you know bad on you kind of thing. Yeah, and the fact that the whole backwards compatibility or not backwards compatibility, the uh, people think you can't play used games was a big deal, and people still think that you can't play used games on yeah. Xbox One. Like those initial missteps cost them a, a lot. A lot for sure. Like it cost them. I mean, I originally, once I heard about all that stuff, was thinking, okay, I'm going to go PS4. But then right. I ended up getting an Xbox first because PS4s were sold out. It's basically what it came down to. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, I don't think Microsoft has lost. They're going to spend, it's just like uh, PS3 was definitely behind last, last uh, generation. They started out at 599 which is insane. And how many they different hardware expensive. changes did they go through? I mean... Well, yeah, there's, I mean, three different kinds of... There's two different slim PS3s, but there's also, like, billions of different SKUs that have right. different functionality with them. I mean, Microsoft is definitely playing catch-up. They've got, like, 14 different bundles that you can buy this, this season. Uh, that's not even that much of an exaggeration. Um, and it's going to take them some time to get to the point where... They can just kind of say, yeah, things are a bit of a wash. Sony's a little bit ahead of us. We're kind of lagging behind. But then if there is another console generation, which it's likely because consoles are doing just fine, PS4 is doing just fine, it'll probably flip-flop. Microsoft's going to feel like they're in the position where they need to prove themselves that they can 
put out a gaming system that people want and Sony's going to be on top thinking we did so great last time, you know, maybe we don't need to improve that much. Do you, and do that you guys mentalities it informs the next generation. Do you so. guys think the whole like Sony buying up exclusive rights to things is really helping them at all or are they just like kind of throwing away money doing that? You can ask the same question about did it help Microsoft last last time? It's possible because Microsoft did better last time, but I, I don't. I don't know. Like I just. I guess only time will tell. I think it's real. Yeah. It's really, really interesting the breakdown of, of those words because it's like these words have come from the other side at some point in the last ten years. Right. And I don't know that. I mean, what is Sony really locked down? They've gotten timed exclusive for like Final Fantasy VII, which isn't going to pay off for another two years at least. They have Call of Duty DLC. Does anybody care anymore? Like we don't, but are there people, people out do. there that do? I mean, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, Call of Duty has a huge following. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, it's. I think it's stuff that does matter although the fact that that call of duty dlc deal didn't come through until like this past e3 i think yeah did people already buy did the call of duty players buy their x-bones probably are they going to trade them in to get ps4s i don't know but i think the whole exclusivity thing like it's it's Sony was like, we don't feel the need to make those deals last generation, and now they're making those deals. And Xbox, they were like, yeah, we're making these deals, and now they're like, well, we, they let go of that. Yeah. Like they had the 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 uh, basically the first right of refusal to take that Call of Duty DLC again to right. keep getting it, and they said, no, we're not going to renew this. Maybe um, we need to focus on on the exclusivity subject i heard i believe that bethesda is not doing that with fallout 4 at all so that's cool yeah i think the only exclusive thing is that there's mods on the x-bone right but yeah, that's, but just that's only the architecture is so similar to yeah. pc yeah. they said eventually ps4 will have that too yeah so you know it's it's interesting it kind of begs I, I actually wrote into the cag cast this week to ask them about What's stopping Nintendo? What pod? What? Cagcast, cheap ass gamer. Oh, okay. Uh, I wrote into them to ask what is stopping Nintendo from putting out a device that's more powerful than the PS4 and the Xbox. And I mean, I think by far Nintendo has the best first party support. Of any of the three consoles. It's like all they have. Yeah. I mean, they, they have third party, but not nearly as strong but as they don't first have party. the Destiny. They don't have the Metal Gear. They don't have the Battlefront. If they had all three of those, how many of us here would have a Nintendo instead of... You if know, it was just as powerful, I would probably have one. Yeah. And I get it. If, people if the are controller like, wasn't whacked out. People were like, yeah. I mean, that's <laughs> and that's the things that you're saying are the reasons that third-party developers aren't developing for it. And then on top of that, it's just Nintendo has this phobia of building a real online network. Like, these are some of the answers to the question of why aren't they doing it. But I feel like Nintendo could still really easily be a contender. What if they were like, "Hey, here's the NX. It's more powerful than both of the both of these consoles. Both of these. Both of these consoles. 
We're putting Shit. out Pokemon Red and Blue remake on this at launch time. Here's our new console. Destiny's coming over. Here's a package that has all the stuff in it for 60 bucks. Come start another three Crypto characters, package. John and Brian. Cryptark. Yeah. So it's, I don't know. The console race is interesting, and I hope it doesn't go away like people thought I don't, it would. I don't think it's going to, I mean, it's not going to go away. Microsoft knows they have somewhat of a foothold in the market still. They're going to just, they're just going to keep doing what they're doing. I would super, super, super love to have somebody come in and be like, hey, we're making a console. It's our first console. It'd be cool to have some shakeup. It's not quite the same, but we do finally have the Steam boxes coming in. Yeah. November with the actual controller and everything. It's interesting. I feel like the PC market really begins to surge again when the consoles start to get long in the tooth. I think that's yeah, going to happen. Yeah, because you can keep upgrading your PC. Yeah, and that's going to happen sooner this time around than it did last time. Like it, it We were what year five or six into the cycle before i was like oh i'm gonna build a pc because i can play things and they look better and work better there yeah i actually originally got a 360 because my pc was starting to age not yeah it was it wasn't quite top of the line and upgrading it would have cost a fortune back then so i was like well i can get the 360 it looks pretty much as good or better but yeah these new consoles are still a step down from my PC that's like four years old, basically. Yeah. I mean, I've upgraded it a bit, but still. So, I don't know. Console War. I don't think Microsoft has lost yet. I don't think so either. I think he's still fighting the battle. I mean, he, like, you know, Phil Spencer could just be kind of throwing in the towel to just be like, it's it's not really, he's not actually throwing in the towel. He's just kind of like raising it up to be like, I don't know. Maybe they've got something up their sleeve that we don't know about. I think know? it's like, great that they have somebody who can acknowledge their shortcomings. Because I yeah. feel like that doesn't happen often. No, not at all. And I think it means that they're working. Like, the new Xbox update is great. The backwards compatibility is awesome. And these and are all things that that these PS4 are all things doesn't that, have. These are all too. things that second place Microsoft, these are the choices that they would make. Halo if 5. If they were winning. Uh, HoloLens actually looks really cool, too. Totally. If Microsoft was winning right now, I don't think we would have seen the backwards compatibility. Really? No. That's an interesting concept. I think it I think it was There are a, a lot of 360 games I want to go back and play. That's oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, sure. I hope Skyrim's on the list. Yeah, I've heard that new UI is the best. Like, I've heard great things about it. And I'm really it's like I said to you guys, I was kind of joking, but it's gonna be great to be able to find all of the features on my Xbox. Yeah. There like, there are certain like iterations of the the 360 UI that I thought were just like perfect and then they would go and change them oh yeah like and they like i yeah. hope it's the first the first ui was awful the, the blades, blades. <laughs> oh my <laughs> terrible. god it's fucking ugly as shit <laughs> i want to say the one the, the two or so after that were perfect awesome and then they changed over to the weird the live tiles kind like. of shit yeah yeah and that I didn't agree. work so well yeah but that was to work with the connect better which also whatever i sold my connect did you yeah Honestly, I don't miss it. The I only reason I kind of want the cool, Connect or even the PlayStation I would be to do Twitch streams like while we're yeah, playing. But you could just you know, buy a webcam or something. Right. I don't know. Yeah. So, listeners, if you want to weigh in on the console wars, send us some feedback and be entered into our contest. There you go. We can talk about it some more. Because we just spent like 25 minutes talking about <laughs> it right now. Actually, Alex did most of the talking because yeah. he has the largest video games penis on the show. <laughs> 
Anyways, um, <clears throat> the <laughs> this is this is my last news bit before we go into our final segment on the show today. The new Far Cry has been announced by Ubisoft, Far Cry Primal, which is slated for release on February 23rd on PS4 and Xbone. PC will be released sometime in March. Uh, Primal is said to be a full-fledged single-player experience. Players will have to craft and hunt in order to find food and fight off crazy shit like mammoths and saber-toothed tigers. Does this interest you guys at all, being Far Cry fans, or not it, really? Or It interests me. I mean, Far Cry or not, it sounds interesting because it's something different. Yeah. But I also think it can't be quite as fun as a normal Far Cry game as far as like weapons and stuff Because there's go. no guns. I mean, what are you going to upgrade your spear and your bow yeah, and arrow you gotta and then that's it? Kill two saber-toothed tigers in order to, to take make four tusks. Your, make more uh, explosive uh, spear ammo. You can pouch. make a trident out the of only their tusks. Thing, I'm thinking they're probably going to like mix some sort of... Uh, magical type shit into a the game because yeah they had some mystical stuff in the in Far Cry 3 I remember 4 probably has that too I th- I think it's good I think it I think I was quoted on this podcast of saying that they need to take it somewhere new for the next one and I wanted Blood Dragon 2 yeah this is kind of like a half step it's a bit more fantastic not necessarily fantastical but Beyond our concept of what societies work like nowadays, like you're going into a relatively unknown well, time you're seeing, period. You're seeing a very like an influx of these like survival games. Starting like Don't Starve is fucking awesome. Like that game's great. You've got that Ark, the survival game. I really want to play that game. Ark the survival or something like yeah. that. Yeah, I'm, I'm just waiting for it to get out of early access before um, I get it. I yeah, think. and then there's like the underwater one. I can't think of the name of that's on Steam. There's a, there's a bunch. There yeah. are tons of them. Like there are so uh, many yeah. of them because they're they're like you have they're basically they're taking open world games. They're making all the, the like they're taking crafting to like a total extreme, which is kind of cool in a way. Um, and that's like that's crazy. Like like see, but like okay. these games are starting to like they're getting bigger and they're getting better. So I'm I'm kind of I'm interested to see where it goes. And I like Brian's concern about like what are you going to do with weapons? Like what what can you do? Like how do you, are you going to make a stronger bow and arrow? Are you going to, you know, like what what are you going to do? Like what? But let's look. What kind at, of perks are you going to have? Let's like, look at the reality of things. This game was announced this week it's coming out right. in february are there going to be huge system chain changes probably not but i mean i don't know i feel like we could um maybe i mean they're going to do something interesting with it yeah i hope it's not your dude from 2015 who gets transported back in time no it's not supposed Jason to be. actually bro. what i was reading <laughs> what i was reading online is that you're part of a tribe, and I think you... I don't remember if you get attacked or if there's like a mudslide or something, but you end up getting separated from your tribe, and it's it's all a quest of you trying to reconnect with them somehow. Okay. And it sounded really cool. Maybe this and is like a prequel to like, the old, the other Fire Cry games, and you're actually like an ancestor to the other Could be. Characters. Like that, you know, the, you get <laughs> to go the through... It's the merging of... It's like Assassin's, Assassin's Creed, Creed yeah, and, and Fire Cry. Cry. Instead of climbing towers, you're climbing mountains. Ajay really gets in the animus and he starts reliving the memories of. Yeah, uh, and you have to climb really tall trees. Aktuk, the, I don't know. The, I hope that wasn't the racist. Bro I think his, name is, I think his name is Taka. Is the name Taka, of the main okay. character? Yeah, there you go. And he's played by the guy who does Adam Jensen in uh, Dead 
Deus Ex. Is it Troy Baker? No. no. I can't think of it. It's some weird name. I think he's Canadian. <laughs> I don't know. But anyways, Probably. I'm interested in this. I think it's really cool. <laughs> It'll be... <laughs> What's wrong with Canadian? One <laughs> of them exotic Canadian names. <laughs> yeah, like some weird, some weird Canadian. I don't know. <laughs> sure. oh, Canadians boy. are weird. We still love you, Canada. You're right next door to us. Plus, you brought us Tim Hortons, which I like, even That's though your true. donuts are frozen and then reheated. <laughs> Anyways, so this is going to lead into my next segment here. Far Cry Primal is hopefully going to fill some kind of void in my soul for a new Turok game, even though like it doesn't sound like there's going to be any dinosaurs. Um, I really want a new Turok game. I think that'd be really sweet. So what other franchises do you guys think need to come back? Like what kind of resurgence do we need to see in the video game series? And this may be something that Nintendo would totally excel in, like bringing back old <laughs> new, like old franchises with a new twist or a new look or whatever. Like, some of those old Nintendo games were fucking amazing. Yeah. I didn't even get into thinking about all those games. Yeah. I mean, I'll, let me kick it off. I'm going to kick it off. With all the VR stuff that's coming out, I want to see Bushido Blade become like a new franchise again. That'd like, be I want to, I want to, like, could you imagine wearing the, the helmet and like having like some kind of stick <laughs> thing and like fighting somebody with that? Like, it would be awesome. I could imagine Shouldn't breaking have... a lot of shit in my house on accident. Yeah. Or I mean, even just with like all the motion games that we have right now, like why haven't like why haven't there been like some kind of like Bushido Blade game to like utilize motion controls? You know? Yeah. Yeah, it'd be awesome know. because it doesn't fit into the Assassin's Creed model of games. That's why. Yeah, I want a Bushido Blade game where you have to climb the bamboo tree to scope out the area and mark out all the mark your enemy. places yeah. you can see. Open world Bushido Blade. <laughs> No, I don't know. Bushido Blade was a really cool game. It was hard. It was hard as shit. Yeah, I and think it was I super played unique it a for a little its time. bit. And I was just like, this is too hard for me. We should have Willie and Zach talk about Bushido Blade. It was a great game. They they, they have some good memory. Well, Willie, Willie always brings up the fact that there's a boss in like one or two that uses a gun. And every time he uses the gun, he says, Shinana, and then shoots it. And it's just so When something reminds us of it, we'll just go, Shinana. <laughs> but it's. I mean, I never, I don't think I played Bushido Blade 2. I only played the first one, but I also played that game Kengo, which came out around the same time, mm-hmm. which was like more of a traditional, like, learn to be a samurai warrior, like, Bushido Blade, like, kind of guy. Like, it had, like, training where you would be in a circle and you had to wait for the, like, the, the little focus ball to line up properly before you swung and had to knock out all of the like flames on a can on candles that were wrapped around you in a circle. Like I, that would be fun in the VR world. Yeah, like things like like games like that would be amazing with like VR spin around, and fall down. You're ruining all the fun, Brian. <laughs> um. Uh. Okay. By the way. Yeah. FOB insurance. One day coverage is fifty MB coins. Three days costs a hundred. A week costs two hundred. And two weeks costs three hundred. You can get MB coins in bundles from ninety nine cents to forty nine ninety nine. I can't. I don't know how much is in a. If they had here. some in game way of earning those, and they had the option of paying for them, I mean that would be fair. This might be outdated information, but apparently you can pay a dollar sixty five for a hundred coins. So. I don't know, but whatever. Just to get that information in here. That's still stupid, and I hate it. Yep. (laughs) Anyways, other franchises we want to come back. Shining Force. I want to see a new Shining Force game. Damn it. 
Sucker. Oh. Even if it was just a remake and it was updated graphics and everything, Shining Force is one of my favorite games on Genesis. With how popular Fire Emblem is, I don't know why this hasn't happened yet. Shining Force is so good. It's a fucking great game. Good I, story. Great yeah. character design. It's just I don't so even know good. who like has those rights anymore. It's Sega still, I think. I don't know. Wasn't it there? I don't name? know if it was a first party Sega game or not. But I don't know. The translation was hilarious though. Like some like Yeah. <laughs> it was just it, bad. It wasn't particularly good. No, I'd still I just remember playing that game, having like you or Andy put the code in so that I could control all the enemies in the second one. Yep. And then that's how I'd play the game. <laughs> I don't know if I've beaten it in the actual like normal way. <laughs> <laughs> games, those games are hard. Yeah, they're really hard. Mm-hmm. But I always liked it because they like. Not only did you, you know, you progress with the story, but the characters evolved over time. Like they became yep. stronger versions of their previous selves, and like mm-hmm. had better abilities and blah blah blah. It was just, it was just a cool game. Yeah, I. I and that was the first time I ever played like any kind of tactical, like turn-based tactical strategy, strategy game. RPG. Like that was, it was a fucking great game. It's fantastic. Like honestly, whoever has those. Honestly. Rights, yeah. I turn into hey, that's my line. Honestly, if you have those rights, honestly, make the game. I would totally pay. I would contribute to a Kickstarter for a new Shining Force game. Yes, me too. I have never Hands played down. a Shining Force game. It's so but if good. it's tactical, I'd probably like it. It's just a tact. It's, it's it's like the most streamlined tactical RPG like like strategy game you could ever play. Like it's just cool. it's you, fantasy XCOM. Yeah, you know? and your your guy, you have four abilities. You can either like move or defend or attack or use an item, and or that's magic. it. Yeah, right. But that yeah. So, but they were like, it was just so simplified, and th- like it was a great way. Like w- I mean, I was seven or eight when the first one came out. On that subject, do you guys happen to know of any mobile games that are like multiplayer that are like that? That would be cool. I don't know of any multiplayer strategy or kind of, kind of XCOM. Is it multiplayer though? I think so. It's XCOM Enemy yeah. Unknown or whatever. I don't know. I know there's an iPad version. I don't know if there's. It's a on Android phone. too. Oh, okay. Yeah. The Warhammer games. They've got yeah, but Warhammer. the XCOM multiplayer didn't even work right on the PC. So. So maybe they don't. I don't know. It would just boot you out of the game most of the time. Yeah. We were Brian and I were talking about this earlier that the Mutant League sports games need to be brought back. Yes, I think <laughs> so. That would Mutant be League football, awesome. Mutant League hockey, with the graphics that we have now, those games would just be fucking amazing. Yeah, that would be we funny. had a disagreement in style there, though. Like, yeah, I think I it want, should be like a he, he wants to kind of I don't know like a cartoonish style, like Sunset Overdrive or something. But I want it more like fucking something stylized, Dying Light. <laughs> I want it to look real. I like don't think that would mutants. fit the tone of the game. I'd be down for just like, I don't know what, how that NBA Jam game turned out last generation, but that needed like little to no tweaking in any way, shape, or form, and they should just put something out like that. I just like with the technology we have, like re- remaking some of these games with new stuff would just be so cool. Yeah. Yeah. Like imagine the haunting. Remember the haunting? Oh, God, yes. Like if you could do that first person 3D. Like, I don't think it needs to be like honestly. I would play, yeah, I'm Brian, but uh, I would I would Ooh. totally play just a new <laughs> haunting game. That game is so different. Like, there's been like four games that and and that capture that kind of gameplay of like possessing items around a house and scaring. 
people or things out of the never house. Never even heard of that game. It's so good. Willie's a big fan of the haunting as well. It sounds. It cool. sounds like a Willie game. Yeah, it's it's beautiful. It's a great game. Brian, you had a list of games you want to talk about. Uh, Syndicate was your first one. Yeah, that was the very first one that came to mind, just without actually thinking about this. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I love those games. I actually downloaded. They had it for free on Origin like a while back, and I downloaded it, played it a little bit, you. and it actually holds up pretty good. Origin. Yeah, well, it's it's a necessary evil when you own uh, Battlefield Four for PC, yeah, unfortunately. Yes. In that crap SimCity. <sighs> Anyways, <laughs> speaking of SimCity, SimCity. Yeah, City. I wish they would bring that franchise back. <laughs> in, in a well, good way. I got way. my wish, sort of. Except <laughs> I could get that other Sim game that I heard yeah, is City really Scapes. awesome. Yeah, I'm gonna get that eventually. I'm just yeah. waiting for a good Steam sale. Yeah. Um. But yeah, Syndicate, I, I really liked. I heard there's like a spiritual successor in the making, like like a Kickstarter project or whatever, but I don't remember what it's called. Uh, I hope that pans out well, though. Like, I, I, I liked the original game and the expansion a lot. That's like one of my favorite games, but um, I didn't like the sequel that much. And the FPS, I couldn't even try because yeah. it, it wasn't Syndicate to me. But yeah. I hope that franchise isn't dead forever. Brian also mentioned Maniac Mansion. Yes. Oh God. Yeah. I am I'm a huge fan of uh you know, LucasArts games in general. And Maniac Mansion itself is what made me want to have my own gaming computer and shit. And we're probably not that far off from that with super the success high end of Maniac like, Mansion. With the success of all the new Telltale games. I'm sure oh, like well, I would yeah, like, on, I, I don't want it to be I like the Telltale games. Don't get me wrong, but the puzzles in the Telltale games are are way dumbed down did you, compared did you, to like the old school LucasArts. You games need to pick up well, games. People nowadays are way more stupid. You I know. need to pick up Broken Age. I have it. It's, it's free still on PSN. Not, it's oh shit, yeah. Well, I have it already. I bought it. Okay. I I didn't like it as much. Yeah. Like I know, yeah, it's made by. And what about King's Quest? Have that. you checked out King's Quest yet? I have not checked out King's Quest. I was never a huge fan of the King's Quest games. Yeah. Like, their puzzle logic is not logical whatsoever. (laughs) The Sierra games in general. Like, I played some of them anyways. I liked the Space Quest ones, and uh, I think I played one or two of the Police Quest ones. I'm... I still... Are they still making that Day of the Tentacle remake deal? I, I think know. they are doing one. I'm not sure, but Which, I want a new game. No, I get it. I get it. Like, I, I, I was really super excited play. when I heard Double Fine was making Broken Age, but it ultimately didn't turn out the way the way I wanted it. Yeah. It just I don't know. I yeah. I I really want to go back and play Day of the Tentacle because I love that game and I have it. I'd be done <laughs> on what PC. I mean, let's How see are you, you playing can get it? Like you can what? play it in uh, like a DOS box or whatever. Oh, Jesus. Just want it easy. I, I have know. Grim Fandango, which I never played on You need to play. On you PS4. never played it, period? No. Oh, it's definitely one of their best. Yeah. So, like, I want to go back and play that, but I'd be down to have, like, if LucasArts could be resurrected from whatever hell it's currently in, I would nah, totally no, be it's down. No, it's not going to happen, most likely. Double Fine is basically the closest you can get. Yeah. Maybe they can talk with Disney and like work something out because I feel like that's kind of what's happened in a few cases. But I believe I heard that Ron Gilbert was going to make a point and click at 
game too. Don't quote me on that. Didn't but he work on Broken Age? He worked. No. No. Tim Schafer did. Ron Gilbert's working on something. Yeah, but that was like recently. I don't know. I feel like okay. I should look it up or whatever. But yeah, he did. Shame like, you don't he was part smartphone. of the Monkey Island series, which yeah. is my favorite out yeah. of all of the LucasArts games. But second other, close would be De- Day of the Tentacle, though. Mm-hmm. What What other games do you want to see brought back? Sweet Coden. I thought about that too. I I haven't. I still haven't played five. I, I want to play five, which came out on the PS2 years ago. Yeah. Um. But. It's a kind of RPG that I don't think we've really seen in any other RPG since, like any JRPG since. I know that things like Persona exist out there where you can capture the monsters and use them as the people in your party. But there's something about Suikoden where you have 108 different people to recruit that all have unique stories. Like you, you don't, you learn about them and what they do. It's really finely crafted and it's all like networked together really well like it's awesome there's so many people that you can go and get not base to mention, building yeah the base building is warfare. fantastic uh yeah the warfare like mini games that you could play were yep. on like the rock paper scissors that it would be was always awesome and i just would love to see another one but with konami's recent death now i feel like <laughs> I mean, I don't announce to death. Probably yeah. not going to take any chances with that. No, I'll, I'm looking forward to the Sweet Code and Pachinko game, but I don't think it's going <laughs> to scratch the same itch. I want to see an, a new Crash Bandicoot game. That would be cool. Or even just Crash Team Racing brought back. Yeah, I mean, I, they, I feel like they tried that on PS2 a couple times, but they just didn't quite hit it, which is weird. Yeah. It's like they almost need to go to Nintendo and be like, hey. How do you make, make a card game. game? Make make a Crash Bandicoot card game, but that's right. not going to happen. Or just just add him to Mario Kart. Yeah, yeah, that would be sweet. But they should throw Flynn in there too. The light cycle. That'd be awesome. I'd be down. Disney Infinity Nintendo Super Kart game. Well, they did. They actually have a uh, the. Disney Infinity has like a toy box raceway thing that you can buy. That's cool. Uh, and it's a bunch of cart tracks, basically. Nice. I don't know if you can be Flynn on a light cycle, which you should be able to, but. It just seems like a no brainer. Yeah. Brian and I were talking about it at breakfast this morning. Um, the Incredible Machine would be amazing. <laughs> yeah. In, in 3D with current physics engines and things. The physics engines nowadays Dude, would definitely do that game. Justice. I don't even need that. Just give me like. That would, be, incredible a, that would be a great mobile on an game. iPad. Yeah. yeah, dude. Well, there was that um, like I, I can't remember the name of it, like the amazing, like Amazing Alexander or something like that. That was uh, <laughs> it was right it was here, basically <laughs> the incredible machine on like iOS and Android. Like it's really like exactly the same really? game. That's yeah. awesome. That's what I need. But what I'm saying is, do it in 3D with modern physics engines. Yeah, I don't know. That to me sounds a lot like. Uh, I would when, like it when, to stay 2D, but use when 3D Roller Coaster objects. Tycoon went from the weird sprite-based crap to yeah. 3D, or what was also briefly mentioned as I was talking about Lemmings, and that did not transition to 3D very well. Yeah, that was good as a 2D. But could game. you imagine doing the Incredible Machine in like actual 3D space as opposed to just being like a 2D plane, like solving those puzzles and like having physics like that would be a good like VR real game. world physics. And, yeah, I think 3D. that like adds so much. You could more actually complexity. jump in a box to add weight to it. Yeah. No, 
I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It would be interesting to like, see. Like imagine what like would do with you, it. like having to look like you look at it from the side view, you know, on a 2D plane, but then you can shift the plane, you know, so it's like a 2.5D or something like that. You shift the plane to see depth. You know what I mean? So like not only like you could line up everything that need the way it needs to be lined up in the one view and then you have to shift shift the depth to like change the, you know, pull a fez or something. Yeah. Yeah, like that would that would be sweet, I think. I don't know. Maybe. Or like uh if we're going we can keep going old school, a new Carmen San Diego game would be awesome. You know what I want? Kids these days need to actually learn something. Yeah, but yeah, that would be good. Too. That would be pretty good. Uh, I never played much of Carmen Sandiego. But like a Carmen Sandiego game that, really that also had like a physical element of like running against a clock. Like imagine having like a running game like like, you know, what's it, the stupid one on iPads and shit? Like, you know what I'm talking about? Like Temple yeah, Run? Temple yeah, Run. Sure. So imagine having like a sort of Temple Run style like running game combined with like having to know like, you know, world facts and things like, oh, which flag? Like you've got to run to these locations to catch Carmen San Diego, or like branches, and it's like yeah, like this leads you to Switzerland, and right, or you know you've got to hop on a plane or whatever, blah, blah blah, like but you've got to race to the airport and then like get there, like you know what I mean, like having to race against the clock and then also having to know like actual facts about the world to get where you need to go, like yeah, you That'd know, be cool, make it a learning experience or uh, Oregon Trail, but like a real open world style prospector game. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really that shocked that that's not a thing. Yet. People dying of dysentery. Yes. Yeah, like you, they just start you on the East Coast and you got to work your way across, you know? <laughs> Get assaulted by a bunch of bison. Be on the river as you're trying to ford it. Yep. I uh, really, really want a Total Distortion remake. <laughs> That'll never that happen game? because nobody, <laughs> nobody remembers so that game. That so familiar to me, but I can't think of what it is. I bought a copy of it off of eBay. It like was a game year. where you were sent to Mars or something like that. I think it was Mars. You were sent into space and you had to make music videos. Yeah, you lived in this tower where you had to make music videos. <laughs> and, there, and, and there were there were, there were battles where you used it was, like it was a guitar battle. Where your so weapons. they could make it like a rock band. You had to type fight. No, 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 no. It can't be that. It's oh, got to okay. be like I need. It's just it you can use the guitar hero controller to do the guitar battles. Alex I says guess. you can't do that. I guess, but <laughs> just for the guitar battles though, the rest of the game is it was it was like a point and click adventure kind of game like mist and all that stuff yeah. still and like it had a lot of puzzles and things like it literally like threw you in this game you had no idea what the hell you were doing yeah. <laughs> it's so hard it's but then you you'd go you go and explore and you run into these guitar demons and they would want to fight you in a guitar <laughs> battle it was so ridiculous and then when you died this like awesome you song yeah dead, <laughs> song came on it was amazing so it was it's, fucking amazing it's so good i want another tool <laughs> like i don't even know who made that game. <laughs> it's like rocket pop or something was the name of yeah. the company nobody made it it just yeah. came into existence <laughs> i don't even know I, it, it's satan so himself good. just willed it into being yes it was on store shelves god it, that game it was amazing it's so good <laughs> all right we're reaching the end here that's all i have in terms of my oh baldur's gate dark alliance i think needs to make a comeback because that those those games were cool yeah, we had a gauntlet game a little while yeah. back, but but I'm talking Baldur's Gate. Yeah, I like that universe, the Forgotten Realms universe. But they have that new one coming out, Sword Coast. That's basically it's literally like five player D and D, and one person gets to be the DM, and then four people play as player characters. So that'll be pretty cool because you can cool. create your own adventures and shit, your own dungeons. It's literally like D and D but on consoles. Yeah. So. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Michael Jackson's Moonwalker. 
what are they gonna call it grave dancer <laughs> oh. oh too soon too soon oh. too soon wah, wah, wah. <laughs> no i would i no that game's perfect don't do anything with it just hey. give it let me allow me to buy it on every platform right i Give yeah. me a package deal. I'll give I, you fifty dollars. Let me download Michael Jackson's Moonwalker on every console from here to two thousand twenty-three. There yeah. are other games that I had in mind, but I don't know if we want to discuss this anymore. I don't know. When we were talking about the LucasArts stuff, I was thinking about the X-wing games and how we really need one of those. Yeah. No, I want. I just want starfighting and Destiny. That's all I want. <laughs> It's not the same as flying your own X-wing. How cool does your ship look in Destiny? Pretty cool, right? Wouldn't you like to actually? No, it looks just like everybody else. Doesn't look as cool as a Tie Fighter. Fair enough. (laughs) I think uh, I think they should do that. I wonder if they'll try to build out Battlefront to get it to its former glory and have space battles and stuff like that. Yeah, that would be nice. Maybe that'll be one of the expansions. Yeah. That would be pretty crazy. Anyways, yeah. that's all I have. Okay. Me too. Brian? <laughs> no? Okay. No No one lives forever. No one lives forever. I don't even know what that game is. That was exactly. the Bond shooter. Yeah, you you played a, a female character, actually. Yeah. That was a super that gets spy. raped by James Bond. No. <laughs> she was actually a strong female character. I know, that's kind of weird, huh? Anyways. No, that's that was Mad Max, like, <laughs> the but new no, movie. No one lives forever. It was, but it, it like it's harkens back to Bond type stuff, right? It's called No One Lives Forever. Well, yeah, I mean it's it's like a spoof of that kind of stuff. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, it was just it was really good. I mean, there were two of them actually, but I don't think there will ever be another one because that, like, the rights I think are owned by. I don't know. Some company that doesn't want to do anything with it. Yeah. So. Anyways. Done. As always, if you like what you hear, even if you don't, send us feedback. MidwestGameNerds at gmail.com. what uh, franchises you would like. Yeah. Tell us what franchises you would like to hear come back. Because we want to know what you guys like, too. Tell us things. Tell us things all the time. MidwestGameNerds at gmail.com or via Twitter at MGN Podcast. Or feel free to send us comments on Facebook, messages, whatever. Contact us. Tell us. And then when you contact us, we'll enter you in the contest to win money. You get to win money to whatever gaming platform you want. Game Pretty money. Game money. We won't send you cash. And while well, you're listening maybe. along, don't forget to do all your Amazon shopping via amazon.midwestpodcastnetwork.com so that we can take more of your money before giving you money from us. <laughs> Alex, what's up with the film nerds? Film nerds, last week we talked about The Martian, which was pretty good. Go that was a that good out. episode. Um, this week we're going to talk about... I was latest. mentioned on it twice. Yes, you were. Uh, we're going to talk about the latest Denny Villeneuve joint, um, Sicario. That's the guy who directed Prisoners and will be directing the Blade Runner sequel. Um, speaking of Ridley Scott. So, yeah. And then also, don't forget to go check out uh, Greg Stewart's Extra Life stuff. Donate to him. I think the stream happens in November. So that'll be when you'll have the opportunity to win the raffle. Or when the drawing will happen, at least. I think you're you're entered for every $5 that you donate. So Cool. Yeah. So go do that. And in the meantime, keep playing sweet games and tell us all about them. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks again, Brian and Alex. Yep. Yep. And Lizzie. 
And we will uh, see you guys next week. Well, two weeks maybe. I don't know. We got to figure out what we're doing next. Yep. Send us feedback, what you want to hear. Thanks. Bye. Game over. Hello, owners. Yeah. owners. Yeah.